This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, February 20th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Today, enjoy the morning sun before those clouds increase, and it is mostly cloudy by the afternoon. Temperatures will continue warming through the day, and all eyes are, of course, on the potential for that snow to change over to sleet and freezing rain, then to just rain by tonight through the overnight. Let's talk about the snow first. You've got a dry morning, dry early to even maybe mid-afternoon, but by 4 or 5 o'clock you'll start to notice the snow moving in southwest to northeast and it's light, but it's picking up to be steadier and steadier through that drive home tonight and then it will change over to sleet and freezing rain overnight and that's where the potential of a coating to two inches worth of snow can then be led with some minor ice accumulation maybe up to a tenth of an inch worth of sleet and freezing rain overnight into very early tomorrow morning most of this should taper off by the morning commute but again treacherous travel at times could be here tonight because of slick roads and because of that sleet and freezing rain accumulation and we could still have lingering effects tomorrow morning before we dry out tomorrow we'll see the chance for some sunshine in the afternoon thursday And after a day in the upper 20s today, we soar to the mid-40s tomorrow thanks to rising temps overnight. That's a look at the forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, a Troy man will appear in court for the January murder of a 21-year-old Skodak woman. The Troy police arresting Rashad Edwards yesterday. Police say Brianna Houghton was brutally killed at Edwards' home on Pauling Avenue in Troy on January 13th. Edwards is currently being held in the Rensselaer County Jail. The EPA's action plan to address the growing concern of toxic chemicals contaminating drinking water being met with mixed reactions. EPA officials say the action plan is a result of tens of thousands of comments and listening sessions in several states. They say the first ever PFAS action plan serves as a major tool in keeping communities safe from those chemicals. But some environmental working groups say the plan lacks action and urgency. A New York appeals court ruling that police body camera footage will be considered public record under state law. The panel ruling that the footage does not fit under the requirements to be, quote, a personnel record and therefore isn't covered by state law to keep it secret. New York City Police Commissioner Jim O'Neill says the ruling is an important step for transparency, but the police union that fought the footage's public release says they plan to appeal the decision. In the news, the recent death of an inmate at a local state correctional facility not only sparking calls for justice and protests in this case, but also renewing the search for answers in a separate death from last year. Dalmas Tanner was convicted of numerous drug charges and sentenced to five years in prison in 2016. He died this past November after an incident in the prison. State police said that they would have the investigation into his death wrapped up by January 1st, but his ex-wife is still waiting for answers. And new this morning, have you visited the Grand Canyon any time in the past 18 years? If so, listen to this. According to federal officials, any tourists, employees and children who toured the Grand Canyon between the year 2000 and June of 2018 were possibly exposed to unsafe levels of radiation. Officials say three five-gallon buckets of uranium were being unsafely stored on site. According to National Public Radio, OSHA has opened an investigation into that incident. The governor's office has now unveiled its 2019 women's justice agenda. It includes proposals to increase protections against harassment in the workplace and modernizing New York's pay equity law. Also part of the agenda, adding Roe v. Wade into the state constitution and eliminating the statute of limitations for rape. To read the full agenda, you can visit our website, news10.com. Keeping our officers safe while fighting the opioid epidemic, that's the goal of a new bill called the POWER Act. 
It's a $20 million grant program that would provide local police departments with portable devices to scan drugs for fentanyl rather than be exposed to the deadly, powerful synthetic opioid. In 2016, you'll remember, a Watervliet police chief and a Green Island police officer became ill because of fentanyl while responding to a drug call at a Dunkin' Donuts in Green Island. And an update now on the proposal to split New York into two states. Senator Daphne Jordan, whose district runs from Saratoga to Ancrum, has introduced a bill to explore whether or not dividing the state would be beneficial. She says New York has become a tale of two states driven by cultural, economic and political divide. It's unclear if or when the proposed bill will make it to the Senate floor. And student loan payments could soon come directly out of your paycheck. A proposal by Tennessee Senator Lamar Alexander would set up a payment plan based on the borrower's income. The borrower would not have to make payments of more than 10% of their income. The proposal would also simplify FAFSA by cutting down on the number of questions and creating a new accountability system for colleges. And hey, some people enjoy a good scary movie, right? There's some new research out there that finds all of that fright could be expanding your waistline. Yeah, you heard me right. Here's what they found, that violent or tense films can leave you feeling stressed and nervous, so you grab snacks as a way to comfort yourself. However, those who watch those rom-coms, yeah, they didn't have the same response. Funny. Governor Cuomo using his amended state budget proposal to once again push for all passengers in a vehicle to use a seatbelt. Newsense Lexinal takes a closer look at the proposed law and how it could impact drivers and passengers in New York. Living in New York State, you've probably heard of Click It or Ticket by now. So for most of us, buckling up in the front seat has become like second nature. But state police tell News 10 that sitting in the back without a buckle isn't just dangerous for the backseat passenger. It can be really dangerous for the front seat driver as well. That's because a backseat passenger can become like a projectile in a vehicle if there's ever a crash. And a survey conducted last year by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety found that 28% of backseat passengers don't usually wear their seatbelts. That's a dangerously high number, especially considering that New York State was the first state to ever implement seatbelt safety laws in the 80s. But now 20 other states plus Washington, D.C. have gone even farther with the safety requirements. They require backseat passengers to buckle up as well. Lawmakers plan to vote on this proposed budget on April 1st. This morning's Giving on 10 comes to us from Kimley Marquise, and she would like to highlight the local organization called Things of My Very Own. Things of My Very Own provides crisis intervention services to young children who have experienced extensive abuse and neglect. They provide everything a child would need if they were removed from their home and have no place to turn. The organization was started by Rain Bonsey after her own personal experiences in that area. And Kimley says she does not know Rain and has no affiliation with Things of My Very Own, but she just wanted to shine a light on all the good work that that organization does. Terrific. To find out more about that organization, you can head to thingsofmyveryown.org. And remember, we want to continue the spirit of giving year-round and celebrate it. If you know of someone doing something to help someone else in need, let us know about it. Send us a pic on Facebook or email it to news at news10.com. Use the hashtag GivingOn10, and we'll be happy to share it on air or online. And a reminder that News 10 ABC has some money to burn. We want to buy Girl Scout cookies. 
We love the cookies, right? But we want you to tell us why we should buy yours. Create a little video. You can email it to us at news at news10.com or you can post it to any of our social media pages. But be sure to use the hashtag cookieson10. We've gotten a few already. They're great. We want a few more. We'll pick a winner and then we'll buy your Girl Scout cookies. starting the day with a wake-up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.